0: Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On listen, your, your first watch every day. It is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. This episode is free and on all platforms. Thank you to our friends over at McDonald's, proudly serving communities <laughs> since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I am loving it. I'm especially loving that McRibs are back. Oh yes! But I am James. <laughs> I am joined by ten Tampa Bay's Evan. Klosky. you can check out everything that I'm doing over at bucksnation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked on Bucks at jyarko underscore bucks, at ekoloski, wtsp, and at bucks underscore nation. If you're watching on YouTube, you can check out the uh, Twitter handles right there underneath our faces that are made for radio. And uh, <laughs> please subscribe while you are there, Evan. It's fun to have you here on a Friday episode. We're gonna have some fun with this one. No game to preview. We are almost a week removed from the pain and suffering that was the House of Horrors in New Orleans. So we're going to take a look back at the first half of the season. We're going to look ahead to the second half. We're going to hand out some uh, pretend trophies. But let's start It's in your budget,
1: right? I'm sorry? It's your budget. You got the
0: trophies, right? Yes, yes. That's why they're imaginary. Uh, I can... (laughs) I can have my son, you know, like make some out of paper mache and maybe present it to the players when we're in Indianapolis here in just a couple of weeks uh, to check out the Bucs and Colts game. But let's take a look back at the first half of the season. And, and let's get your thoughts initially on kind of what you've seen out of this team over the course of the first eight weeks. There have been some real high highs, some real low lows. There's been some frustrations. There's been some excitement. It's it's really, it's had a little bit of everything. So, you know, looking back at the first eight games, six and two record, first place in the NFC South, what are, what are kind of some of your takeaways? All right. First takeaway,
1: um, unbelievably injured. <laughs> two the team's ability to overcome those injuries. Three, their schedule has been real soft. And when they haven't played a soft team, they have not played great. Uh, Four, the offense is tremendous. Five, the defense has shown notable improvement since game one. And speaking more to Todd Bowles and his schematic changes to really emphasize certain players, and overshadow the issues that they have, as I mentioned with those injuries. So that's like right off the top of the dome where I'm thinking the fact that this team has been able to overcome those injuries speaks to the depth, it speaks to the the experience and the, the veteran presence. Um, also, yeah, I mean, that the offense is humming and it's a bit concerning that the Rams and the Saints games were decent eggs, but the, the Rams game they didn't look like they, de- they deserved. They to be on the field with LA. The Saints game was all on them. At, mm-hmm. You know, not to take anything away from the Saints, but the Bucs screwed that one up. Uh, and you know, the, the penalties and the turnovers. You know, we've we've talked about that ad nauseum. So uh, I I think that can, that is very fixable. I am I am worried down the line about a team like the Rams who just got Von Miller. So. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm interested to see as we move into the back half and, you know, you have to play the Saints again, get the Bills, the schedule's still fairly soft, um, how they're going to look and do we believe they're going to be runaways with the division?
0: Well, I think David had a really good point on our episode. If you again, if you subscribe to YouTube, you got the episode on Tuesday. If you're a podcast listener, it came out on Wednesday in order for the bucks to not win the nfc south it wouldn't have to involve a monumental collapse by the bucks because a new orleans saints team as as great as their defense is and i want to again i there were some comments on the youtube section i was making excuses and blaming the refs i said multiple times the referees were not the reason that they lost that game new orleans has an absolutely outstanding defense they're getting michael thomas back but you're talking about a team now that is being run by Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Are those guys going to be enough to go on a run to overtake the Buccaneers? Because as you pointed out, the schedule's been a little bit soft. Well, that's thanks to finishing second in the division last year. The mm-hmm. Saints will have to play all those first place teams from last year. Um so it's, you know, it's something to, to kind of think about. I think the Buccaneers are still going to end up winning this division, but you're a hundred percent right. The, the LA game, they came out flat. They did not look like they belonged on the same field. They still tried to work their way back a little bit, but in the saints game, it was, it was a, a reminiscent moment of being a Buccaneers fan where the Bucs were beating the Bucs. They were shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. They were making stupid mistakes. You know, Tom Brady, in three games against the New Orleans Saints, has eight turnovers. In 21 other games as a starter, he has 12. So there's something... And if you
1: factor in the... I I factor in the playoffs, and it's 28 28 total games, eight turnovers against the Saints, 15 against all of the teams. It's insane. And I do want to quickly mention that uh, the Buccaneers have the fifth easiest strength of schedule for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean... I, I did when I was on the the blitz with you guys uh, before the season. I did predict fourteen and three. Uh, I still have hope. I still have hope that I can pull this off and and they can turn a corner heading into the second half of the year. But right now, let's let's finish wrapping up some thoughts on the first half of the year. And yeah, the the biggest one, of course, the biggest storyline, and it plays right into this bye week is is the injuries. We saw Gronk come back a little bit too early. He has to leave the game has some back spasms. Sherman was suited up, but he was break glass in case of emergency situation. We see that Scotty Miller and Sean Murphy Bunting now have the next three weeks where they're going to be available at practice and they're working their way back. You're going to have Carlton Davis working his way back. You have Levante David back. So you're starting to get, as we talked about, if you were going to get hit with all these injuries, it was great for it to happen at the beginning of the year because now after the bye week, we're going to start seeing some of these guys rolling back out rolling back into the team and I think it's going to help give both sides of the ball quite a boost
1: yeah it's very reminiscent if you live in the Tampa Bay area or you root for the Tampa Bay teams Uh, very reminiscent of the Lightning last year Lightning very injury prone throughout the year they didn't have Stamkos Hedman was injured and Kucherov wasn't playing the playoffs come the bands back together they figure it out so that's all that matters get Get to the playoffs, and by that point, everybody should be fine. And let me also mention this very quickly. Not only do you want to be the one seed uh, to get the bye, but you also want to be the two seed. If you're not going to be the one, you want to be the two, because the seventh seed in the NFC is going to be very, very weak. I think I think Carolina right now is the seventh seed in the NFC. Everybody else are like Super Bowl contenders. So you have to finish, I think, one or two. It's not the worst thing in the world if you don't get the buy, but one or two, that's what you're eyeing with the strength of schedule. Um, you know, it should be there for the Bucks. But if not, it's more important to be healthy than to, uh, to push the issue and go for one and two um, and show up at the playoffs with people out that you need.
0: Right and this is a team that last year they were the 5 seed. They had to go on the road for three consecutive games before playing in the Super Bowl. Had to go against the New Orleans Saints, had to go against the Green Bay Packers. So if they're healthy and they're they're clicking along late in the year the way they were last year, I'm I'm not overly concerned with what seed they fall into, but obviously your preference would be the one to get the bye, but you know after that it would it would certainly be the two seed. We are going to take a look at the path that the Buccaneers are going to have to take to secure one of those two things here in just a moment. But first, we have to give a shout out to our friends over at McDonald's. This episode of Locked On Bucks podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's also a place you can always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip rest your legs and refuel coming up next week. I actually have to drive my son six hours Mm. to go to a hockey game uh, that he will be playing in. And he's already asked, can we stop at McDonald's on the way to the hotel? Yes, absolutely. We can stop at McDonald's on the way to the hotel because I will eat some McRibs. You'll get your chicken nuggets. We'll both have McFlurries and happy times will be had. Those are the kind of memories that we like to make on our road trips So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say a Locked On Bucks watch party? I'm loving it. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. I am joined by Evan Klosky of WTSP. And Evan, six and two through the first half. I say almost half like the first 46.5 or so, whatever it is now that there's an odd number of games because it's the NFL. Um, But you talked about, you want to secure that one seed, but if you can't get the one you want, you want the two, here's what the bucks have coming up on the second half of the year. After this bye week they're at the Washington football team at home against the New York giants on Monday night football. They're at Indianapolis Thanksgiving weekend my son and I will be there very excited for him to get to go (laughs) and experience a regular season game he's only been to one Buccaneers game in his life It's gonna be great it's a preseason game against the Bengals and the next morning Roberto Aguayo was cut because he missed an extra point in the first quarter uh so really excited to share that experience with him uh after the Colts we have the Buccaneers at the Falcons Home against the Bills, that's a big big one. Then you have a primetime game at home against the New Orleans Saints. Finish out the season at Carolina, at the Jets, home against Carolina. Carolina can be a tricky game for sure. The Jets, who knows what they are? I mean, they'll probably- They're bad, that's what they are. But then they turn. They beat the Titans and the Bengals. Uh,
1: it, yes.
0: They, it's, I'll tell you that, first off, the Titans didn't have any receivers that well, game. Yeah.
1: And two, let me say this. In the National Football League, I don't care who you are playing. If you're going to stroll into a place and act like you're just going to go on and win, that's not how it's going to work. I don't care that's if you're true. playing the Jaguars or the Jets. And I think Cincinnati, a team that's young, was feeling themselves – Uh, You know, was getting all the great press clippings, went into New York, said, we're going to, you know, sleepwalk our way into this dub, especially coming off that Patriots blowout loss from the Jets facing Mike White. And you know what? The Jets hung around, were leading for most of the game. It gave them life and they felt confident. And that's, you know, it's a rough combo. So.
0: I uh, I got an email from our friends over at runyourpool.com. That's where the locked on bucks uh, survivor pool was. Yeah, I lost a
1: couple of survivor brackets from that.
0: Yeah, I was eliminated from the locked on bucks one forty-two uh, percent of all remaining survivor pool players were eliminated because the Bengals lost to the Jets. Well
1: it was a bloodbath. People people had the Saint uh, people had uh, the Buccaneers
0: too. Oh wow. I would not have I would not have chosen that game for an eliminator pool. Well, button. it depends
1: if you if I mean if you used up the Bengals beforehand.
0: Right. That's what makes those so tough, but man, yeah. are they fun? So we we see a, a tough stretch here. You you get the Washington football team, you get the New York Giants. Then you have a, a tough stretch three out of four here, because I will include the Indianapolis Colts, especially on the road, in a game where they are inducting I believe it's Dwight Freeney into the ring of honor if it's not freeney it's mathis it's one of those two guys is going into the ring of honor at halftime of that game then you have the falcons but then you have the Bills. robert
1: mathis
0: it is robert mathis okay i knew it was one of the two um you get the bills and the saints back to back both of them are at home but obviously the bucks and saints at home on primetime didn't fare too well last season hopefully the tide changes so there's still some opportunity here for missteps in the second half especially in that tough four game stretch what are you looking for out of this team coming out of the bye and heading into to these games in the second half of the year i mean you know consistency is something that they've done well i just you know i i I
1: really need first off this team to take care of business against Washington and, and the Giants and by the way the Giants are as stingy of a what are they two wins one win yeah I forget they're, they're stingy you know uh, and they'll be playing on Monday night they'll be jacked up um they got so, some weapons too if, if Daniel Jones yeah I mean yeah that's the other thing it's uh but whatever you know you got to take care of those those teams mm-hmm. and you know, they start off the second half of the year on the road for three of four games. So, this is a team that has certainly looked a lot different on the road than at Ray J. So, immediately, they can rectify some of those issues and figure that out Um, because coming down to the back half of the schedule, you know, that Bills and that Saints game, like, that Bills game is the one that I'm circling. I need proof that this team can beat a squad like the Bills, who is the favorite right now to win the Super Bowl. They're number, they're they're five to one. They're they're the favorites at this moment. So again, there's only two tests that we've seen the Bucks. It's the Rams and the Saints, and they've lost both. So I, I need them when they play a team, even like the Colts, uh, the Panthers, the Bills, the Saints. Like I need, I need to see that they look like the better team. So that is going to be my focus, is for them to continue what they're doing against the bad teams, rectify some road issues, and then in that that tough stretch that you mentioned, prove that they're prepared for the playoffs and ready to go.
0: Yeah, I I saw somebody on Twitter say that it was too bad that this is the bye week, because he knew that Brady was going to come out ready to just absolutely annihilate Uh, whoever they faced this Sunday. And I thought, you know what? He's stewing on this for two weeks now. The whole team is stewing on this loss for two weeks before facing a very bad Washington football team, a a team much like the Buccaneers. We're supposed to have one of the best defenses in the NFL and have severely underperformed all season. The Buccaneers should be able to go in and win that game by 30 points, but you're a hundred percent right against the playoff caliber teams outside of Dallas in week one. Sorry doubt you're right. Uh, the Dallas game, you know, that was, a, a,
1: a that was a great game. And honestly, the bucks, you know, to give them credit, the bucks played kind of like they did against the saints and still won. The only difference was that the penalties weren't as egregious, but the turnovers were terrible. And we didn't so know. The, I, I forget was. about the Dallas game. That's fair.
0: Well, but, but, also, to be fair to you, we didn't know who Dallas was. That was Dak's first game back. We didn't know that Dallas was going to be Dallas, who Correct. looks like a phenomenal team at that point in the year. Since then, they haven't lost. So mm-hmm. credit to Dallas. But at the same time, you know, Dak's first game back from an egregious injury, we didn't know how he was going to perform. He looked great, but, you know, the Bucks need to take care of the bad, te- you know, you should destroy the bad teams. This is a, a Buccaneers team that should be able to go out and impose their will against anybody that they face, and they haven't done it. It's been a, a constant rotation of shooting themselves in the foot with penalties. Well, and bad they decisions. had the Bears game that was pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Bears, yeah. the Dolphins. Um, they've just, I mean, they've they've taken care of business. I just think there have been stretches within those games outside of. Uh, the Bears game where it's just been like five, 10 minutes where they lose focus.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if if you had to to sum it up, your biggest key coming out of the bye week is what?
1: Getting healthier. Um, I just like, they, they just need their talent pool back. Not to yeah. use that as an excuse. I just like you're having a full week off. You're gonna have 14 days off. I expect to see some more bodies. And when I see more bodies, then I expect an elevated level of play. So sure. if we're gonna just ignore the the uncontrollable there, I just think the, the most important thing that I want to see coming back is the pre-snap penalties going away. Um it's it's been creeping up and it 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 didn't burn them until this this past week. Um, so, you know, the, Bruce Arians hammers at home constantly. It's, it, you know, the players have to, you know, do what they did after the Chicago game last year. They have to all huddle around and say, we are going to make a cognitive effort to stop that. So they've been there. They've done that. And, and again, they were in a much worse place last year entering the mm-hmm. bye than what they're entering this year. So Absolutely. that is also, um. Another positive. All
0: right, and my biggest key before we hit the next break is I, I need to see the flip switched. The way that it it flipped after the buy last year, where these guys came together and said, "This is what we need to do. This is how we're going to get better." That's what I need to see coming out against Washington, coming out against New York. Again, those are not good football teams, but that needs to carry over into that Indianapolis game, into that Buffalo game. Into that New Orleans game, I want to see these players holding each other and holding themselves accountable, getting rid of the stupid mistakes that have cost them games and looking more like the dominant team that we expected to see heading into the season. It's funny to say that, you know, a six and two football team in first place in their division isn't looking dominant, but we know what this team is capable of. We just haven't seen them put it all together. You know, when it mattered the most. So that is my biggest key for the second half. Hold each other accountable. Hold yourselves accountable. Be the dominant team in the NFL that we all know that they are capable of being. One of the things that I always look forward to every year, Evan, is Thanksgiving. It Mm -hmm. is my favorite holiday. I get to sit there and gorge myself without judgment. I get to watch football all day. I get to start my Christmas shopping for the kids with all the Amazon prime deals and all of that. It's phenomenal, but I hate pumpkin pie. I hate it. And so out of all the delicious food, I don't get the treat at the end, but something that's going to help me out with that this year is a built bar. That's right. I can dive into a built Bar while everybody else is eating that disgusting, gelatinous, gross blob. I can feast on something delicious, feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories. That's on the low end. Imagine when you have to put the whole tub of Cool Whip on the slice of pie just to choke it down. You're bumping those calories even further up. Bilt Bars are only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar plenty of protein. Instead of coconut cream pie, you can have a coconut built Bar. Instead of the raspberry pie, I'm going to go with the raspberry built Bar. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie out there. They're low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, high-protein, covered in 100% chocolate. It's a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, Go for a built bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a built bar yet. Aunt Betty needs to have a blueberry muffin built bar. New surprises all month long, limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. Check this site often. There's nothing like built bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event. With all sorts of surprises, just go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you are going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED 15 locked L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 at built.com This episode is also free and available on all platforms thanks to BetOnline.ag, back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, lines than ever before. BetOnline. Remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop mobile website. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Jay Evan Klosky at Jarco underscore Bucks at Klosky W T S P. Let's have some fun, Evan. Do you like? I enjoy fun. I like fun let's hand out Sounds some, cool let let's yeah exactly. let's hand out some make-believe awards. if these players are watching or listening and they actually want physical awards for this, my children will be more than happy to paper mache have no
1: expense.
0: that's right. they will paper mache together ne- some awards for these guys macaroni and- necklace yeah I'm I will make them paper mache like a little like a little mini Lombardi like I got up there from the yeah. pewter fest podcast of the year voted on by the fans thank you very much hmm. Evan. we are going to kick things off with our first half mvps and since you are the guest i will defer to you good sir who is your first half mvp for the bucks i'm breaking the rule that we do every week where i
1: can't pick tom brady because when we're doing these half season awards we have to allow him to get his recognition so tom, thomas brady 44 years old. He is not just my Buccaneers MVP. He is my league MVP. I know the Saints game leaves a sour taste in our mouth. But when you look at the bigger picture, the guy has been unbelievable. He is uh, a monster reason why this team will be a championship contender again. So, uh, Mr. Brady, enjoy. Enjoy.
0: My uh, uh, perfect pick, it's the obvious pick, which is why I had to dig a little bit deeper. And I think my selection might surprise you a little bit. But my first half MVP is one of the reasons that Brady is doing so well. And that's our guy on the far right side of the offensive line, Tristan Wirfs. Really good what pick. absolute phenomenal Unit. player this kid is. He is a monster. Heading into that Bears game, everybody was—you know—we were seeing the recycling of that GIF of Mac tossing him around. Wurfs didn't allow anything he has been one of the most consistent one of the most solid one of the most dominant offensive linemen across all of the NFL not just with the Buccaneers so he is a big reason why Brady is standing upright in the pocket getting these passes off leading the Buccaneers to six victories in eight games Tristan Wirfs criminally underrated not talked about he better be in all pro selection this year because that boy has earned it yep we are going to move over to the most improved and you could take this a couple of different ways this could be the most improved compared to 2020 this could be the most improved since week one however you want to view it but my most improved i think is is just as easy as choosing tom brady for mvp in its regular season lenny this guy has asserted himself as the number one running back on this team, and he did it early on, and he has gotten better each and every week, not only as a running back, but as a pass catcher out of the backfield. He's become an integral part of what the Buccaneers do on offense, and without Leonard Fournette's performances throughout this season, I'm not sure if the Buccaneers are sitting at 6-2, and It's great to see the growth that he has had in this offense since the end of last year, it was still Rojo getting the call as the, the first, you know, the, the starting running back until Leonard Fournette just straight up grabbed that job away from him and said, no, this is my backfield. This is my offense. I'm going to help this team win games. Kudos to my most improved player, Leonard Fournette.
1: Yeah. Uh, regular season Lenny, Lombardi Lenny, most improved Lenny, um, Go grab a bag of donuts lenny whatever uh that's obvious choice mine is kind of uh my most surprising player which i think makes him most improved is ross Cockrell. um I so i actually don't think he had a great game against the saints either but having said that uh with all the injuries that have gone on this guy stepped in they one a training camp, made his presence known, was bouncing around from position to position. And I think that he has really held his own. No, he is not uh, you know, a lockdown corner by any means, but the fact is he is really, things could really be going sideways with all these injuries if he wasn't around. And I think he's really stepped up to the plate and has done a, a very formidable job there uh, defensively for Todd Bowles and company. And it's had some big moments, maybe not on the stat sheet, but just being able to to cover certain guys throughout games. Uh, Ross Cockrell, tip of the cap, uh, I see you.
0: Yeah, he was he was my other option when I wrote down. Yeah, you know, I wrote down a couple of options for for each of these categories. Ross Cockrell was was my guy on the defensive side of the ball. But one more time, we're we're gonna reiterate how important it is for this team to perform well against teams like the Bills, like the Colts, like the Saints in the second half of the year, try to secure that number one seed in the playoffs for the NFC, get that bye week, get the home field advantage. Who needs a big second half of the season in order to make that happen?
1: Yeah, and I know we're we're running out of time here, but I'm going to go with Jason Pierre-Paul. I understand he's injured. I feel bad saying his name, but two and a half sacks from this guy uh, up to this point is just not up to the standard that we expect from JPP. Injuries or not, you're on the field. I need you to perform. He's on pace for five sacks. I'm hoping that maybe by season's end, he can be up to eight or nine.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good pick. He's he's had impact plays that just don't show up on the stat sheet. Yeah. You do expect yeah, – Somebody who had a good game against the Saints. Exactly. Exactly. But you do expect those sack numbers to be a little bit higher. Uh, I'm also staying on the defensive side of the ball because I think the defense needs the most improvement coming out of the bye week, and I am going to choose a guy that is coming off probably the worst game of his career. He was my preseason bold prediction to win defensive player of the year. And he has one tackle for loss on the season. No sacks. It's Devin White. Yeah, he was on my list. Devin White has not been playing up to the level that we expect Devin White to play to. And I think a lot of what happened against New Orleans was the emotion of the game being back in Louisiana trying to match the intensity of the fans and the opposing team, and he just got away from what he does. Still had some good plays, still helped shut down Alvin Kamara as much as one can shut down Alvin Kamara, but we need more of the positive impact plays out of Devin White, forcing turnovers, getting interceptions, forcing fumbles, getting sacks, not the negative impact of roughing the passer, taunting. You can't have that out of your captain and a guy that is supposed to anchor the middle of the defense while we're at it. Levante David, not having the best season either. He could use a little bit of improvement too, but I think it's more important that Devin White plays up to the level that we expect him to play, that he expects himself to play rather than what we've seen way too much of early in the season.
1: Yeah, I I kind of agree. I think he's a casualty of, Foles having to reconfigure what he wants to do defensively because of so many injuries, but, uh, you know, certainly his, you know, even with that, you know, he could have a little bit, some, some more impact plays in there.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. With that, Evan, we are going to get out of here. Let all of the fine folks listening and watching know what you have going on over at 10 Tampa Bay. And of course with, uh, with the blitz on Sunday. That's right. So the blitz, Every Sunday,
1: 11:30 in the morning, we got our guy Simeon Rice talking about all things Buccaneers. We get you know crypto in there, fashion. Uh, he turns around stale sound bites, the old cliche sound bites, and, and lets us know what they're really trying to say. Uh, he's a character, so um, you know, lock into Ten Tampa Bay for that. Uh, also, 10TampaBay.com. Uh, We got all your Buccaneers info, Lightning, Rays, uh, local sports. You know, where your source. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Ekloski WTSP. If you hit me up 99.7, uh, 99% of the time, I'll reply. Be nice. Don't be nasty. And then also on Facebook, um, you can find me as well as on Instagram at Ekloski.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I'm very excited to hear what Simeon has to say about this Saints game. I know he's going to have some, uh, some real good stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure you're checking out the Blitz. Um, thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. We appreciate it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We really appreciate that. Fill out some comments. uh, You know, interact with us over there. But make sure that you are making your second listen of the day, the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in under 30 minutes. It's free and available on all Platforms send us your voicemails to 813 444 5841 or you can email us at lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com. Check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. David and I will be back next week. Full week of episodes. The pie week, even for us, is over, and we will start diving in to the game against the Washington football team. Should be a good one and you can also listen to David over in Locked On, Washington, football teams. He's over there too. You're going to get lots of good information out of him on the show. hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands